I have heard that, and I like that, but I have no idea who said it. You know what's funny is I couldn't find out who did either. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Essential Podcast. This is Tommy Barco, and today we've got a fun one. We're going to talk about quotes and cliches. This actually came up on a podcast earlier in the year. We found ourselves kind of using them over and over and thought, hey, that'd be a great podcast. So we've got a few more serious quotes, kind of our favorite quotes that we're going to talk about. But hey, we're going to try to have fun with it too. Matt's here with us. What's going on, man? Nothing much, Tommy. I'm ready for spring and... Probably should go back and listen to the spring cleaning podcast that <laughs> we did. I think it was five tips, but I'm, I'm just ready for some warm weather, really. I need to come see you, I guess. I'm ready for spring as well. I do love the change of the seasons, and spring's one of my favorites, so looking forward to that. We've got some quotes for you today, and what we're going to do is share them with you, or with each other. I don't know what Matt's brought, he doesn't know what I've brought, and we're going to try to guess who said it, and from there, just elaborate on a little bit, and and have a little fun discussing it. So, Matt, I'm going to let you go first. How many did you get? I've got three. Okay, yeah. So I've tried to narrow mine to three. I've got actually five. So we'll see. Maybe we'll have time for a bonus round here. Well, I'll kick it off, Tommy. And this one is one of my favorite. kind of comes back to our little conversation about spring. But you've probably heard it before. The windshield is 20 times larger than the rearview mirror. I have heard that. And I like that, but I have no idea who said it. You know what's funny is I couldn't find out who did either. Sorry. Sorry to keep you suspense. Actually, there's somebody who wrote a book, but it was not entirely, I don't think it was entirely theirs. It's, I think it's an old, unaccredited quote from somebody. In the era of cars, at least. Yes. Yes. In the later <laughs> era of cars. But I really like this yeah. quote because you know we start talking about what does it mean? So what's your interpretation, Tommy? What do you think it means? I think it's a great quote and has a lot of implications, but the most obvious to me is just keep your eyes forward, looking at what's coming or anticipating that, expecting it, planning for it. You know, obviously we learn from the past, but that's in the rearview mirror. So we don't want to remain focused on the rearview mirror or what's in the past. And that there's a reason why it's a small item on a large windshield. So we want to keep our eyes looking forward. Yeah, I agree. And I think it could even be more less about, I think it's a little bit about looking forward, but I also think it's more about the present. Like if you think about it, you're in a car, mm. like what's most important, it's good to look down the road, kind of like a, uh, you know, a football player or a sports player trying to see where the ball is going to go or what's going to happen. But you also have to pay attention to what's right in front of you as well. The first one for me is an oldie but a goodie. We'll see if you can guess who who said it, Matt. He said, and I gave it away as a he, for myself, I am an optimist. It does not seem to be much use being anything else. Any guesses? Uh, I'm going to say Mark Twain, but I don't think it's witty enough for him, but I'll go with Mark Twain. Mm, a good guess. It was actually Winston Churchill. Okay. Yeah. So he has a lot of good quotes out there. And this is just one I had to kind of pick out of the many, but I like it a lot. I think it's something to keep in perspective. You know, hey, it doesn't really do us much good to fall into these other things, but what do you think about it? 
Yeah, I think uh, it actually ties into a quote I did not use because it was uh, from a TV show. But the quote was basically that uh, someone who's wishing to be unhappy finds a thousand ways to prove their course. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meaning, if you want to be unhappy, you're going to be unhappy. So I I think it kind of falls on that lines, except it's a reverse. It's Mm -hmm. I don't see any reason not to be positive. And so I really like it. I think I think it's a great attitude to have. And I think it ties into essentialism as well, because I think if you're focused on the things that matter, and you can control, you're probably going to be positive or optimistic, at least about where you're at. Yeah, and we talked about this as you know, optimism, adding years to, to your life. So it's it's the right posture, it's the right mindset, and something to keep in front of you. So I like it. What's next? My next one, Tommy, is more of a, I wouldn't call it a cliche, but it's a phrase, a Latin phrase, and that is memento mori which is Latin for remember your death. Any thoughts as to the meaning? I know you've heard it before. Yeah, I'm actually very familiar with it, so I don't want to win by (laughs) accident here. Not that we're keeping score, but it actually goes back to the Stoics primarily and was inspired by Socrates. So I got some cool perspective on this, but I don't want to steal your thunder. So tell tell me about it. Well, the idea is really about uh, just to remember that, you know, it's you could be gone tomorrow, right? You got to mm-hmm. remember you're, you're mortal, your mortality, no matter where you are, how successful you are, or how unsuccessful you are. Um, so it's more about understanding that time is finite mm-hmm. and to spend your time wisely is kind of the way that... Uh, uh, that I would put it. And and one phrase that I have used and uh, a lot, and I'm sure somebody's come up with it before me, but I always like to say, you know, dying is the easy part. It's living that's the hard part. Uh, and while it's true, uh, I think it kind of ties into memento mori a little bit. And yeah, I really like this one. Uh, I hate that uh, you, you brought it instead of me because I, I like this a lot. There is uh, some neat history around it. And one of the cool details is that when certain kings were being crowned or receiving accolades or getting a robe and they're in front of the crowd and they're, you know, practically being worshipped, the kings would have someone close by and they would whisper in their ear, memento mori. And it basically was like, remember you're human. You know, remember you, you too will die. And it was just a way to kind of practice that perspective and humility. And of course, I've taken it obviously applied it to my own life to where, you know, I think about all these, you know, every day when I make a decision, you know, it's that, that pause to take a deep breath. And is this something I really want to focus on? Or is this something that I'll regret or those kind of things? So it's a pretty, pretty neat concept. And I like it a lot. Well, I'm glad I could beat you to that one, Tommy. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're upset. You didn't pick it. So what is your next quote or cliche? Yeah. So I've got a quote and I was torn by, this author having two that I really like, but I'm going to use one now based on Memento Mori. And it says, true humility is not thinking less of yourself. It's thinking of yourself less. Mm. That's a good one. I'll give you a hint. So I already said author, I think, but very, um, very poetic author had books made into movies uh, I'm going to go with, 
I don't know. Maya Angelou, maybe. <laughs> no, it's C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis. Okay. Okay. I was thinking uh, Hemingway before you said they were mm. made into movies, mm-hmm. but his are kind of a little more harsh. Yeah. So I like that one. I think part of Memento Mori is remembering your human, and in the context of like the king, it's to reinforce that humility, and I think this ties in nicely with that. It's not thinking less of yourself. It's just thinking of yourself less. So thoughts on that? No, I really like it. It kind of ties into my next quote. Ah, nice. Which, surprisingly, so the quote (laughs) is, you will never reach your destination if you stop and throw stones at every dog that barks. (laughs) I like it. I have no idea who said it. Let me guess here. Any hints? Mm, uh, there's a hint in stones because mm. we would say rocks in America, so that's the only hint I'll give. And uh, doesn't help me. Um, I'll say Winston Churchill <laughs> since we're going you got, Brits. You got it. You oh, got it. Nice. I'm a big fan of this one. Uh, I think, t- especially in today's world. When Mm -hmm. people talk about how Facebook is, oh, I got to get off Facebook because I like you don't have to comment on everybody's comment on Facebook or Mm -hmm. doesn't have you take the technology out of it. Someone is going to upset you somewhere. So if you stop and throw stones at every single person, you're never going to actually get anywhere because you're going to be too bogged down with with their issue. Mm. You have one more, Tommy? I do. I actually have two more. They're by the same person, so I'm going to give you both, and we can wrap it up. Kind of, kind of self-indulgent here, but the first one is: you cannot overestimate the unimportance of practically everything. And then I'll give you number two here, in case it's not obvious. Sometimes what you don't do is just as important as what you do. Uh, Les McEwen. Close. No, no, Greg. McKenna. Yeah, you got it, man. Uh, it would have been <laughs> a tragedy to end the Essential podcast and not quote Greg McEwen from Essentialism. And both of those are super important quotes and mean a lot to me. So the first one, man, is probably my, one of my favorites from the whole book. And I think it s- summarizes Essentialism beautifully. You cannot overestimate the unimportance of practically everything. I think that kind of ties into Winston Churchill's quote a little bit, except his is more about people who you know, are criticizing you or things like that. But it, it still kind of applies if you stretch it a little bit as, you know, those things aren't important that, you know, you're driving by. Get What's important is getting to your destination, whatever that may be. Yeah, focus on what's essential, right? Filter out all the noise, the barking dogs or whatever it may be. So, man, pretty cool. We honestly didn't know each other's quotes in a neat way, they kind of all tied together. So we're on the same I know. page, bro. It's it's uh, always surprising how sometimes that works out. Yes, indeed. Well, it's been fun talking about it. Appreciate everybody tuning in. If you've got a favorite quote or cliche, we'd love to hear it. Send it to us via email, or you can post it on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Barco Financial. And we'd love to hear them and maybe even talk about them on a future podcast. Until next time, though, hope you enjoyed it and keep it essential.
And thanks for sticking around after the music. We just have a quick disclosure for you. Securities are offered through S.A. Stone Wealth Management, Inc. And advisory services are offered through S.A. Stone Investment Advisors, Inc.